Welcome to Untold Physio Stories Podcast, your perfect commute resource with physio failures, successes, interesting cases, and more from the physio and rehab world with your host, Drs. Andrew Rothschild and Urson Religioso. If you've had dreams of starting your own side hustle, make sure to check out Curve Health Online. They have an iPad, iPhone, and Android app, and they only take home 7% of whatever it is you charge. Otherwise, it's free for their all-in-one computer vision, exercise library, HIPAA-compliant messaging system, and telehealth platform. Again, check it out at modmt.com slash curve, C-U-R-V, and make sure to tell them Dr. E sent you. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and my all-new online and uh, private and free social network, The Eclectic Approach. Check that out. Join for free, modmt.com slash join. Uh, with me is my co-host, Dr. Andrew Rothschild. How's it going today, Andrew? Good, Urson. How you doing? Good. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Yeah. So uh, Andrew has a story, uh, a secondhand story, but I'm told it's interesting. Yeah. So this happened uh, with, with a colleague of mine who's actually a new grad PT, so he's only really been working since like mid-June. So just a little over, you know, he's been working, what, five weeks, six weeks, give or take. Um, and I put him through, you know, I put him through like a little mentoring uh, program anyway. Um, but he had a patient uh, who's post-op rotator cuff repair and nothing crazy, kind of run on the mill. He's only about four or five weeks out, very stiff, very guarded. Uh, so it's been a little bit slow going. Um then he comes to me, he mentions that the guy has been complaining, uh, you know, sorry, complaining about you know, the last day or so, or like this rib pain, sort of like under the ribs. Um, I can't remember. I think it was on the side where he did have the surgery. I think it was on the same side. Obviously, he didn't do anything. didn't strain anything. Um, kind of just showed up there one day. Uh, it kind of hurts when he takes like a deep breath or if he has to cough. Uh, he had gone to the, I guess he didn't tell me this originally, but then later he was retelling the story and he realized, oh, he had already gone to the ER. He had gone to the ER the day before and they sent him home and said that nothing was wrong. Um, and he had, they had done a CT scan and cleared him and they had sent the, the CT to his primary doctor, but his primary doctor hadn't seen it yet. And then um, my colleague comes to me and goes, do you think it could be, um, a, a PE. I was like, I mean, they don't know what else. What else could it be? I mean, there's, he didn't strain anything. He didn't. You know, he woke up. Did he, did he sleep funky? Like, what? What are the odds uh, that this could be? Like I said, it's been four or five weeks. Um, been immobilized. Um, and no, you know, for people who are familiar or maybe not be familiar with the Wells criteria, so the Wells there's a Wells criteria for DVT, and there's the Wells criteria for um, a PE. And the big things that you look at for that, I'll, I'll go through them real quick. Do they have symptoms of a DVT? Um, is there, and this is a sign for three points. There are other diagnosis that is less likely than a pulmonary embolism, also a sign three points. Heart rate greater than 100, immobilization greater or equal to three days or surgery in the previous four weeks, 1.5 points. So we'll give them that. Previous DVT, PE, um, hemoptysis, so coughing up blood, no. Malignancy, no. And then essentially, if they, you know, you, you tabulate all those points, if it's greater than six, very high probability 
that they're having a PE between two and six is moderate, less than two is low. Um, he didn't check his heart rate, but it said it seemed like it was probably kind of high. So we couldn't really get, you know, so we definitely had the immobilization surgery. Other diagnosis less likely than pulmonary embolism. Yeah, kind of. You know, then what else could it be? So, we, you know, he already has a score of 4.5 and potentially six based on the heart rate. Um, you know, continue to treat him. He was just doing some passive range of motion. He wasn't really doing any vigorous exercise. Turns out later that afternoon, his doctor calls the, the patient's doctor, calls him, says, you need to get to the ER again immediately because uh, the ER missed on the CT that he did have a pulmonary embolism. The primary care doctor saw it, referred him back to the ER, and he was fine. But it was one of those things that, you know, it was hard to, you know, what else, you know, the, the, this, the, if you base it on the Wells criteria, there was maybe a moderate likelihood that he had a PE. No other, the ER had already sent him home, done a CT and cleared him. And he was still having these symptoms. So that was like, you know, what could have been a scary situation, thankfully turned out to be fine. Um, but just goes to show you, just because someone interprets, you know, you would look at radiology, we've talked about this before, it's always an interpretation by the individual of a picture. You know, people miss things all the time. And clearly they missed, you know, you would think they'd be pretty good in the ER about screening for something like that, but they clearly missed it in this guy. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I think we all think that we're more relieved when something is negative, but when things don't make sense, it probably warrants a second look, that's for sure. Yeah, and I'm glad the primary care doctor was diligent and followed up and was able to see able to see it. You know, a lot of times we think orthopedically, you know, primary cares aren't always good at reading x-rays and MRIs, but certainly for something like that, um, he was he was on top of it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I don't know uh, how many primaries would be able or would be adept at that or would be able to easily find that. But um, it's also possible that even based on his symptoms, he just thought, well, I should be looking for this and I found it. Right. And, yeah. you know, there was no, no prior history, no previous history of cancer, no previous history of DVT, no previous history of pulmonary embolism, no other, you know, nothing else that would you know, other, other comorbidities that you might think would predispose somebody. Um, so it wasn't something that jumped out of my, it wasn't the thing that jumped out of my mind. And the fact that uh, this new grad PT suggested it was really great. I thought, you know, showing some of the level of training that he's already received um, in PT school. Um, the fact that, you know, I don't remember learning the Wells criteria and I was in PT school, not for PE. I remember, you know, DVT one, um, but it's definitely, I, took a screenshot and keep it on my phone now going forward. Cause again, something not that happens very often, but you don't want to miss it when it does happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't aware of that, but it sounds like criteria we should all know, especially if you see post-op. Yeah. For all sure. Right. Well, where can people find you, Andrew? People can find me uh, mostly on Instagram at a Rothschild PT and now on threads as well. All right. And not necessarily on X. No, I'm real. I'm kind of. I'm keeping my account. I'm just. I'm just on there to look and see what because people are still posting stuff, but I'm not active on there. Yeah, people are are posting, and I'm actually. I actually started posting again, but um, I just. I, I mean, I kind of like the logo, 
But man, tweeting, even like retweeting all of that, like X, like a, a new post is now called an X. You can't call it a tweet. Make... It's not called a tweet, right? Are you Xing now? No, or are you... no. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're Xing. But then re-Xing, it just doesn't even sound like anything. It, it doesn't. So it sounds like you're. It does. Yeah, <laughs> I know he likes the the brand the the X thing, like in terms of his brands, like SpaceX and everything. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Xing. They could have just kept it tweeting, but I don't know. Re-Xing just doesn't sound right. No, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys have any. Other interesting stories, big physio failures, hilarious cases. Make sure to reach out to Andrew or myself and get on the podcast. Make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories, five stars, wherever you listen to podcasts, hit that subscribe button. And as always, you guys have a great day.